When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Tyre Papula with me this evening. How are you, T? Hey. Um, <laughs> I mean, given that it's um, what time is it? It's eighteen forty-one, and I just got to say, if it happens in July and there's no fans, did it really happen? In the spirit of, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it. I'll take that. Did it fall down? <laughs> exactly that. That's what I was thinking on the way. What here. is the sound and of one hand clapping? Or what is the sound of a Portuguese uh, backroom staff clapping? All of, <laughs> all of that. Anyway, hello, Al. Nice to be here again. Nice to see you, mate. And Damien Harris is with us, the midfield general back in the house. Wee. Slightly gloomy hello. house you're in there, Dee. There was so much shine. It's for your own good. Is it, it the glare off, like the, the off the pate? Yes, I'm saving you because I think we just need darkness, don't we? After that, I imagine um, that someone comes along and cleans your head with a disinfectant wipe, and then <laughs> oh, like, mistakenly use it for a throw-in. There you go. <laughs> That's what you could have. Yeah, that is a bit brighter. Yeah, I don't mind yeah. it. I'm all right with it. So here we are. We're, we're about 15 minutes after the Arsenal Tottenham. North London Derby. Uh, welcome all uh, Spurs fans. I know a lot of you will be tuning in. Uh, welcome aboard uh, <laughs> to uh, something that you've been doing uh, all season, which is moaning and whining. Uh, there will be plenty of that. Um, what should we talk about? Jack Charlton? <laughs> well, it is, you know, it was. it's fitting to start uh, this podcast with a tribute to Jack. We should. Nice let's make, let's do a 60-minute tribute to Jack Charlton. 60 minutes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was very tall. He was very tall. Rugged, hard man. I didn't realise about all the... I mean, this is showing my age here, I guess, but I didn't realise about all the clubs that he'd managed before because Jack Charlton, to me, always says, you know, Republic of Ireland, of course, you know, the age that I am. So I didn't realise that he'd had that as distinguished a career at at, cl- at, at club level as a, as, a, as a manager. So fair play. I know that he won the... Uh the World Cup with England and my question to you gents is would he get in this current Arsenal side? <laughs> By himself yeah what, in, 25? In, in any position yeah um, <laughs> sort of yeah. a 25 year old Jack Charlton yes. I mean on the bag, on the grounds of, that we are a team that has set new standards of shit show defending over the last few years of diabolical balls ups that are an embarrassment to the shirt Really, today, we ought to be proud of this because you just, we're rather like Donald Trump. You just think, this can't get any worse, can it? And yet, he never fails to disappoint. And, and as it has with Arsenal, what was Kolasinac doing? I thought Monreal had left. 
He's left, right? He's gone. That turning back when there's a perfectly good ball on down the line, that turning back and putting your mate in the shit, I thought we got rid of that. What is Kalasovic doing now? Well, you guys talked about this last week, didn't you? I think it was you, D, you said a bit about his aversion to passing forward. Yeah. So I kind of took that into the game, and that moment was horrendous. Like a, yeah. And <laughs> giving it to Son! This is the fastest player they've got! He was terrified, wasn't he? Just give it to Tierney! He's standing 10 yards away in front of you! Play the way you're facing, you clown! Get back in your Jeep. They should make him play in a Jeep. <laughs> On top of that as well, he played it to David Luiz's wrong foot into the danger zone. He didn't even play it down the line. Well, I think it he even... played it to his right foot, but he just played it... Oh, He's left foot. He's oh. right footed. Oh, is he? Yes. <laughs> well, he should have right, played, played it to his, his right... left foot. Yeah, well, he well, when he turned foot. to give it to Luiz, Luiz should have said, No! Not me! And then Louise definitely didn't take him down because would he have got sent off? Count? Of course he would yeah. get sent yeah. off. Well, that he would get mind, sent off, and then it'd be all about how terrible is Louise? What a clown! He always makes mistakes. But yet again, someone he's playing with has put him in the shit, and he decided not to bring Son down. You could almost see him decided not to do it. He thought yeah. about it as he tried to catch up with him for a couple of yards. I could take him out here, sit out. I'll sit out the Liverpool game. I sit out. How many games will I sit out if I get sent off <laughs> for the ninth game in a row? How long is that ban? That'll take me to what? 2022. I'll probably be banned till 2022. <laughs> Do you know what? He can have this goal. It's his fault. Surely that fat idiot will never play for this club again. That's the worst pass in the history of Arsenal. I've got apart three. From um, I've got three wire references today, Al, and I just want to try them out on you. Okay. Um, it's been a few years since I looked at it, T, and I have only Kla- watched it once. Oh, well, okay. oh, fair enough. <laughs> we're, all, we're not all Kla- addicted to the same things that you're addicted to, you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> what, you haven't watched The Wire eight times? No. Uh, nine. Nine. Kolasinac has got, I said, he's got the kind of, he's got the lumbering, dumbass energy of Herc. About wow. Herc was, Herc was the... About 25 stone. Like kind of, it was just a dumbass cop who ended, you know, police brutality. He was on a, he was in a double act with. Um, you know what you'd be good at, Tish? I'll tell you what you'd be good at. That? You'd be What's good that? at hostage negotiation because no matter how angry the kidnapper is, you'll throw in some wire reference and totally disarm them. <laughs> I was feeling really upset a minute ago, and now I'm racking my brain trying to remember some obscure character in a television show from when, when was it on even? Five uh, years ago? Fifteen. Well, 2002, actually, initially. Um, I watched it for the first time in 2002. 2002? Shut the her. front door. It was not. That's her. Oh, Herc. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah. See, you've done it again. <laughs> you've totally disarmed me again. <laughs> Unbelievable how you do that. Kalasinac is horrendous, basically. Like, I mean, we had a bit of fun with him because he was down our side, wasn't he, for the second half. Like, we, you know, when he first turned up... He was a Hulk of a player. He was fun for a minute, and then he wasn't as exposed as he is. But this centre half thing is horrendous for him, and it's not a good look for it's not a good look for Holding, who he clearly doesn't trust. He obviously wanted Mari down there, the left footed three at the back, and Mari's obviously got injured. But we've got three centre halves who shouldn't even be smelling Arsenal as their club, let alone starting every week, and they're all going to be there next year as well. And Kalasinac is. He he was scared before that 
before that pass and certainly afterwards. And like I couldn't take it out of my head, D, what you said last week about him not being able to pass forward again. He's terrified. Yeah, He's Jamie, terrified each time. Jamie Redknapp was obviously listening as well because he mentioned it. Oh, did he? Jamie, if you're coming in and after... By the text, way, speaking, yeah. I mean, speaking of centre-halves and Jamie Redknapp as well, I could listen to Sol Campbell talk for a week and not... And then if you said to me, what did he say? At any point, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Nothing interesting. It's so weird. Do you I think mean, Jose Mourinho says to Kane and Son, don't worry about anything that happens... <laughs> Between about half past five and about well, half past four, rather, and a quarter to six. You're not going to be involved. And then yeah. in the last 20 minutes, it's absolutely on you. This is how. Be as a, yeah. You're, and it doesn't matter which, whether it's Mustafi or Kalasnach, going behind either one. Neither of them know what's behind them. Neither of them know what to do. Mustafi, in the last 20 minutes, Mustafi, who we've been giving some praise to in recent weeks, has been playing quite well. Kane just went and ran behind him, and he just kept falling over or bumping into him. There was one point where he went to ground, and then he was sort of on all fours, watching things develop in front of him, because he just thought he'd given a goal away. It was all the bad old habits. And Kane just got in his head. They're all scared of Kane, because he scores against us every time. And we've been mugged off by Mourinho just so easily. He just sets up two banks of four. He puts Sissoko on the right because he knows we're dangerous down the left flank with Tierney. He sets up two banks of four and defends. The only way we're going to score score is an absolute worldie. We saw one of the best goals that's ever been seen. Ever, the best shot ever hit by an Arsenal player since Charlie George in 1971. With that Mourinho's thinking, shit, they've scored a worldie. Then Aubameyang nearly scores another one and then he breaks a crossbar with another massive hit. And we could be two up. But instead of that, we play right into their hands. What's Mourinho said in every dressing room talk before every Arsenal game, ever since he came to England, just sit tight, they'll make a mistake. Sit tight, they'll hand it to you I, on a plate. I I almost said to both of you in communications, I just hope we don't get Mourinho'd, and we got fully... Absolutely. Well, he's been helped, he's, he's been helped out, hasn't he? And he's been helped out now because of the drinks breaks. The new, the new instruction is get to the final drinks break. <laughs> yeah, and they've been the really annoying. In with a chance, and yeah. then we've got him. And then after that, because, oh, you know, they did their low block all game, but they came out and pressed... After exactly what you said, Al, they came out and pressed and harassed our centre halves after that final drinks break. And you can tell also that Arteta thought he could get the win because in the previous matches he's made substitutions after the drinks break when we've been ahead trying to kill time. But he put Saka on during the drinks break and Saka, oh my God, immediately is on the field. His first yeah. touch, he's the best player in the team. This guy is so good. Nicholas Pepe. Pepe. Uh, Pepe, mate, uh, did you? I am screaming at Pepe. He loses the ball no, every time. They takes a I'm free kick, today. right? But, but he's one on the right-hand side. Do you remember this one when he had a free kick? He's a long time over it. Then he hits a wall with it. Then he gets it back. Then he loses it again. Then he chases back and gets booked. It was like a triple whammy of his balls. The guy, the ball will <laughs> not stick to that player. He gets on it, he sleeps on it, and he gets dispossessed. There were a couple of moments, I, I know you, what you mean, they had a couple of cutting in on from the right and hitting left foot shots, but I'm, I'm watching Reese Nelson thinking, is Reese Nelson going to get a chance? We've rested he's, Saka. No, he's, he's, betting the house on, he's betting the house on Pepe, and I think he's bringing him through. It's interesting what you say about that today, because I actually thought in the last couple of times I've seen him, 
he's next season hopefully I mean we're hoping for the Pires thing aren't we not uh, in the sense that he's going to let the ball go a little bit quicker he's going to be a bit more robust on it and yeah. I thought he had a bit about that I think he had a bit about that with him today well, I thought when um, Laka got tired I thought he could put Aubameyang through the middle oh, and put Reese Nelson out there Laka was blowing wasn't he yeah, I mean I, I actually I actually wrote down be nice to have Eddie to bring on just that would have been a good yeah. one today because he yeah he was exhausted, wasn't he? And I, it was interesting. He he kept coming very deep, and I'm sure he must have been told to. Would you play? Eddie, um, you, would you play you get, Suarez in the next game instead of Kolasinac? His yes, passing from yeah, the back was, looked really oh, good, and he seems to be two footed. I was going to say, would you play him? In, I'd ahead play of Keith. Bellerin? I'd in, say, I'd would play. you play him ahead of Bellerin? Actually, <laughs> did you say okay, Keith? Keith instead of Kalasenac? Uh, they both got K at the beginning of the name. Um, uh, do you know what? I first for the first time I used Siri to look something up because I didn't want to sort of look down, and uh, it says, "I do not know if Rob Holding is left-footed or right-footed." <laughs> he's right-footed. He's right-footed, and so 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 What's wrong with you people? Do you even support? <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was just hoping. I was just saying, there must be some reason. Was Socrates even on the bench today? I don't know. Because uh, like, so he's not even on the bench. Well. So many people on the bench. So many subs. It's like a pre-season friendly. They all have a drink and bring on nine subs. It's not like a Premier League game at all. I don't know what's going on. They're talking about yeah. wanting to keep that five sub thing. I don't think they should. I really right. don't. I think I think if your goalkeeper's injured or if your goalie's sent off and you need to bring a goalie on, I think you should have that. I think that should be an extra. That shouldn't count as one of your three if you change the yeah. keeper, right? But to change half of your outfield team. When we yeah. played Leicester the other night, and I'll gladly move on from this Tottenham shit show for a minute. When we played Leicester the other night, and Eddie got sent off, I thought it was a bit unfortunate. And then we're down, and they're already playing their possession game and pushing us back a little bit. Then they brought on about three or four attacking players, one after another, off the bench. And it seemed suddenly yeah. we've had a bit of an unfortunate red card. And now they're allowed to bring on four attackers as well. And he's banned <laughs> from the Spurs game and the Liverpool game and the semi-final just for a tackle that actually was probably a yellow card. The Leicester player steamed into him. They crashed into each other. He flattened Eddie. Eddie put his hand up saying sorry because he caught him. The ref books him, you're thinking, fine. Then they go to VAR and he watches that same little rollback, back and forth, oh, the foot it in the sock, the foot yeah. it in the sock, yeah. the foot it in the sock, the foot it in the sock, 50 times, none of the preamble, none of the impact, and he gives him a red card. We had um, we had Lee Dixon on um, uh, the other week on Handbrake Off, well, just last week, and he was like saying that with the... It's hard on him, but with the directive, there's no more intent anymore, there's no more not that kind of player, there's none of that. It's just a challenge, and for that reason, he sort of had to go. And I guess you always got to ask yourself, would you want it as well? It's an absolute yeah. nonsense, I, mate. The ref's seen it and got it right. These these decisions that are being made on VAR. There was one today. I didn't watch all the Palace game, but I, I saw Palace had a disallowed goal. Did you see that? No. Uh, Sacco, their big centre half, went up. He went to head it, and he missed it, and it hit him on the shoulder, the top of the back of the shoulder, looped up, and went in. They've disallowed it for handball. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Hmm. It's a nonsense. They went. They would. Yeah. They would have gone a goal up. They went on and lost the game two 0 This is a big result. I think Aston Villa will still go down, and I think Bournemouth will go down anyway. But it's a big result. Yeah, very big. Uh, Did you know? Can we? You, sorry, go, go on. on. Well, uh, so we need to talk about Jamie Vardy. Do we? Little. Sh- well, do we really? The, well, the boot <laughs> in Mustafi's face. Yeah. 
That didn't look like an accident, did it? That was not an accident. I mean, I I wouldn't say that he knew he was going to catch him in the face, but I would say that he knew he was going to catch him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course he he did. He was annoyed because Mustafi's come and bundled him and won a challenge and maybe there's something gone on before. And he swung his leg, knowing where he was and knowing he was going to catch him. Yeah, and then did a very little, oh, sorry. It it reminded me of that one years ago with um, Alan Shearer. Was it, was it Neil Lennon? Yeah, Neil Lennon. It's the same thing. It's England striker stuff, isn't it? You get a pass. Did you know that Michael Oliver's uh, wife is also a ref? I <laughs> did not know that. <laughs> when that you get into this hostage negotiation thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. That, yeah, whatever. About how, you know, this negotiation's <laughs> been stuck for nine hours and he comes in with the Mrs Oliver thing and he, he loosens the guy up and the next thing you know, you've got a couple of hostages out. Yeah. <laughs> and a slightly less angry host. It just yeah. sort of... It just sort of... It, it just sort of puts Michael Oliver into perspective, like, basically. And he's got a real... I said this on Twitter tonight. He's got a real kind of made it as a police academy graduate despite the odds kind of energy about him do you know what I mean like yeah you guys said I wouldn't make it well here's a yellow card <laughs> yeah. for you and finally he gave one to Harry Winks after Harry Winks tried his hardest yeah. to get one who's the guy against Brighton uh, wasn't it a guy against Brighton who um, I think um, oh B, yeah who said yeah. like he fouled us si- he had six fouls against Arsenal without getting a yellow card um, and he was made man of the match. It was a oh, bit yeah. like that today. I thought you thought Winks yeah. was going to get away with it forever, right? It? Yeah. Well, yeah. Wink, the interesting thing about Winks is under Pochettino, he looked a good player. He's one of those little midfielders who likes to give it short and move. Plays like, a bit like Ceballos plays. He likes to pl- knock it to someone, move quickly, and play triangles in midfield. And he's good at retaining. He got an England team. He looked like a decent midfielder, someone who really could play for Tottenham for a long time. Under Mourinho. He just looks like a cheat. There's no role in the game at all. They don't play it into midfield. They don't want to play out from the back. Lloris knocks it long every time into the opposition half. He's, he's required to sit two backs of four. And when you get turned by one of these skillful, slippery Arsenal players, pull the shirt. And that's his whole role in the game. He's been Mourinho'd. It just is a cheat now. And it's embarrassing yeah. for him. And that will be his career if he stays with Mourinho. This is how Tottenham are going to play. When they win and they beat Arsenal, it's fantastic. But even Spurs fans must be thinking, is that what? Where have we gone in a year? Where have we gone? Because we were a good side and they were a good yeah. side. And it can't just be because Christian Eriksen's gone. They were a good side. No, absolutely. I, uh, a couple of things sprang to mind at the end when I was very angry that we didn't get an extra 30 seconds for the substitution. By the way, back to Michael Oliver. Wow. But um, Mrs. Oliver would have given that. Yeah. Um, was, uh, how can you cheer that? I felt a little bit because, you know, in these situations, I get a strange sense of sort of, well, we're better than that. We wouldn't do that. In the arson years, if they ever got one over on us, you'd have this, really? Is that how you have to do it? As, well, more with Mourinho, to be honest. But you have to go, really? Is that your tactic? Well, I've just had a message tactic. from us. I've just had a message from a Spurs fan going, "You lot have just been proper Mourinho'd and we're totally shit." So, uh, yeah, is he this. available? <laughs> is he available to come on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got yeah, he's got he's, he's got a point. And but I don't I, I don't buy into this kind of this Mourinho'd kind of thing. Like we handed it to them today. We were 
we were kind of dreadful. We didn't even, I mean, Harry Kane didn't, I was allowing for, you know, it's like starting a game with a handicap. You're thinking, well, Harry Kane's going to get his penalty. So what can we do either side of that? We had, you know, we, we go and score a worldie and then hand it to, hand the momentum, can't say that word, momentum back to them immediately. And we really should have liked the Leicester game. A couple of snapshots from Aubameyang. We didn't really create a chance, did we? And they they put a stat up in the second half that under Arteta, we've lost a lot of points from winning positions since he took over. One of the worst in the league. And it's a it's a problem, you know. Same thing happened to Brighton. We were a goal up. Same thing happened against Leicester. We were a goal up. Well, this is another um, sort of ray of light for all of this. These games happening in these in this very strange time. They don't um, count. doesn't count. They, well, they yeah, don't count. Don't, don't count, but... If Fenger was Leicester here, game. he would say this didn't count. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Leicester game, lots to learn from that. Tottenham game, lots to learn oh, from that. You're not going I, down the positives route. No, you, because, well, you know, at some point, once I've said the C word that many times, I start to <laughs> mellow down, you know. Uh... And I've spared you a lot of them, listener. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you, and you have to. And they're they're classic lessons, both and um, for a young team that have to be learnt. You know, we should have been four nil up at half time in the Leicester game. Hang on, Dave. Why are we? A how young, young have you got We're David Louise down team. for? All right. No. Well, how no, long, but how the, young have you got Mustafi, the World Cup winner, down for? And how just to complete no, the young in how, terms how young of... have you got Kalasinach down Mate, for? Mate, this is not a young no, team. No, no, that forward line no, is no. seventy-five million quid. Young in under Arteta. Team, I we're meant. a shit team. <laughs> we're a shit team. We're ninth we're, in the league. We're diabolical, and this is the best we can do. We're you know looking quite good for periods of the game, scoring a good goal. We're in it. We're doing all right. We give the goal, we make a cocker, either we get red carded or we give the ball away and concede. There we go again, everyone laughs at Arsenal. We have to sort this out. And if you can't really look around the squad, if you take him out and put him in, that'll give us another 15 points a season. It's not going to. We might get more points next season, but we are nowhere near it. And we were really full of it last week because we'd won a couple of games on a bounce, played really well at Wolves. But sadly, they're still there. It's all still there. No, the, I, the mistakes yeah. are still there in the side. And Kane was humiliating Mustafi at the end. Yeah, I mean, there was one <laughs> Mustafi went for the gold, silver, and bronze of f ups, didn't he? Like he headed it against. He headed it against Kane. Then he kicked it against Kane. And then he dived in. And look, it takes a lot to get Alan Smith just to turn around and go, oh, mate, he's had a shock. <laughs> Alan Smith just tucked him up properly, didn't he? Alan Smith hasn't said a crossword to anyone in his entire broadcast career and only got booked once for a yellow card. And he absolutely slaughtered Mustafi for that moment. And then, it was, and then he went and did it again, didn't he? Martin so, Tyler um, said some weird things. Martin Tyler said at one point, you can earn more as a barber than as a Premier League footballer at the moment. He and did, he yeah. reference to Danny Ceballos having trained as a hairdresser. I don't know if he's, yeah. I don't know I, what I'm website slightly, he's been on, you know, during lockdown. I'm and that slightly was just concerned about Martin. Yeah, I think <laughs> he's Tyler. Yeah, I, I love Do him. Do we need to I, talk about Martin? <laughs> we, <laughs> we need to talk need about it. <laughs> we need to talk about Tyler. What about when he was going on about Alan Smith needing a nice lunch? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
And then he goes, and I know you're. I know you like, and I, I've travelled the world with you, and I know you like your food. Well, it's like an old folk so. I know and, you like and your at food. At the right time, Smith's and at the right. Smith not saying a word. Smith's obviously thinking, what's he talking about here? What's he going on about my lunch? Or what's he going on about? And then, and then he goes, and I'm sure your lovely wife Penny cooked it for you because they had to take their own lunch. So then he comes to the old-fashioned sexist. <laughs> and then there's still silence from Smith because Penny Penny cooks him nothing. Penny doesn't cook his lunch. Alan Smith suddenly, makes his own sandwiches. And it was suddenly a little bit. It was a bit more creepier if you do it with no without the crowd noise on. Because well, that was Adam's, what I was wondering. Adam yeah. Smith's silence was even more deafening. Basically, <laughs> shut up about Penny, will you? <laughs> It was Smudger can make his own lunch, Tyler. He's a very modern man. <laughs> Shall we cancel him? Yeah. Cancel you Tyler. Are, you are cancelled. You're an old sexist <laughs> suggesting that women do all the cooking. A moment for... What are you um, showing me a picture of there? It's another picture of someone from The Wire. It's someone from The well, Wire. Ziggy Sabotka. Oh, Ziggy right. Sabotka. Oh, because he or looks like... Danny Sabotka. Danny Sabotka. So I just want to a moment, please, of positivity again, for Danny Sabios. Sabios, right? Like last couple of games, he's stay playing. or go. Would you keep him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Would definitely. you? Yeah. Love. Yeah. I've been really enjoying him the last couple of games. Basically, the last good, few games. Good player. Forward passes. I mean, the one that he put through the other day was at the Leicester goal, where it was a lovely yeah. through ball. Was it Sheffield United? I can't remember now. Um, but. He's, he's been playing. He's, he's playing forward. Um, he likes to get on the ball. He's, he, he works clever angles in that Spanish way of short passing and making space where there is none. They, they all do the same thing, don't they? Sesc was an absolute master at it. Yeah, and so yeah. was Santi. And they, and they all are all that Spanish, all that Spanish midfield that was exactly so famous, Chavi exactly and Iniesta. They're very, very clever at working space, and he's got that. He can do all of that. And the tragedy about this this game is that if we get into the second half, a goal up, and Mourinho's got to then he's got to do something he can't have two banks of four and playing on the break yeah. if we're picking a way through to a second goal but we've got in the lead and blown it and he's yeah, happy at 1-1 one, one. he wants 1-1 one, one, 15 minutes to go he knows we're going to be a bit tired and then he'll get us on the break yeah all it was was a pass from Mora down the line that's what was so annoying about the goal exactly that because they you know they're not they're not going to come out we're going to make a mistake. We're going to keep pushing. But I, did, I mean, the way Sabias was taking the ball off, um, taking the ball off the back four, taking the ball off the keeper as well a lot of the time. But at least he looks kind of of a forward motion. Shaka looked all right until Shaka started getting tired. Um, yeah, good tackle to win the ball for Lacazette's goal. I just felt like once they played yeah. that, Mora played a good ball in behind for Kane. It was the best pass of the match, and and they win a corner. And then for some reason. Tierney is marking Alderweireld. That 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 makes no sense to me. Alderweireld's much too big for him. He looked about twelve suddenly, <laughs> Kieran Tierney, when they showed that, and he looked he's looked very young, didn't he? I watched a match with uh, someone you know, D. I watched a match with Tom March. We can oh, right. Tom March, um, and he pointed out um, we were trying to fight, we were trying to remember the last player who tucked his shirt in on the regular who played for <laughs> Arsenal. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> Let's throw, that out to the, let's throw that out to our <laughs> listeners. Uh, can you remember the last player who tucked his shirt in? Goalies not included. Even the goalies wear the shirt hanging out now, don't they? Yeah. Uh, we, we, I set a competition last week to uh, uh, anagrams. If you make an anagram of a couple of Arsenal players, we'll send you a copy of Ian Stone's book. I, I've had two entries. So I'm, I'm rolling it over. Oh. I'm rolling it over. <laughs> 
and I, we're changing the question to. I'll give her. I'll give her. I've got two copies of Ian's book, which is very good, by the way. Especially if you like the Jam or Ian, or North London or the seventies or all this. This is where it's set. Uh, you, if you get, if you send me a good anagram, you'll get a book. But if you could tell me, and nailed on certainty, the last person to wear his shirt tucked in every single game without exception. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, know what Kieran Tierney right. looks like with his shirt untucked. It would look a bit no. weird, wouldn't it? I've just done a. I met Paul Weller the other week. Did I tell you that? You did tell me that. He had a signed picture of Curtis Mayfield up on the wall, and I did. I was going to ask him if um, he's got the Ian Stone picture around the back. I hope you didn't um, tell him that we use his music for our intro for without paying did, him a penny for ten years. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did, and then I realised that he didn't need to know. <laughs> Don't need to know that. <laughs> Don't need to know that, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, D. I, uh, uh, I right, feel so you're building other, up to something here. Yeah? yeah, the other day uh, d- had to dig out this old laptop and uh, it oh, uh, dangerous. shut down. <laughs> and I was trying to log into it. You got a call it, from Operation U Tree. Not quite. It was, and, a, it was uh, a, a laptop from the disco years, <laughs> and the police were outside the door. <laughs> Have you finished? Is that, was that the one that all the, the, the keyboard got all clogged up with Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gone everywhere! Now, now the, the E and the R won't work. They're stuck down. You finished? <laughs> Try to take it to the shop round the corner and they said, yeah, the, the left-hand side of the keyboard just works as one. So. <laughs> I'm not rising to this. Cowardly, what happened when you got your dirty old, stinky old... Okay. Porno laptop out. Wow. So this kind of relates to uh, our midfield, but uh, it. So it said what it was asking for a password, and I was trying to remember what the password was. So I was Gack. trying all sorts of things, <laughs> trying all sorts of passwords. I'm just ignoring you. Uh, Gap four a.m. <laughs> and then the reminder came up, and it said. So it says it gives you a password reminder, and yeah. it said better than Roy Keane. Ah, oh, and the password was Cesc Fabregas. Is your new is your new password uh, not you Bentley Rhythm? <laughs> 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 oh, One for the big beat fans. I was going to say that's a, yeah. that's a big beat joke. Uh, yeah. Anyone who anyone who gets that, um, you're, you're too you old. You can have a copy of Ian Stone's <laughs> book as well. You can have a copy of Stone's book <laughs> and Bentley Rhythm album. <laughs> Speaking of books, I uh, I bought. Uh, you know, I was doing when we were doing the podcast during the uh, lockdown. I was doing a feature called "On This Day," and I oh, found yeah. a book online that said "England on This Day," and I thought, "Oh, that might be interesting." So it's one of those lockdown orders. Anyway, it turned out to be the England cricket team on this day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> So that's all I've got to regale you with. Uh, <laughs> right, so. We're recording this on the, on the 12th of July, uh, listener. Uh, on the 12th of July 2005, uh, Australian wicketkeeper Adam Gilchrist scored an unbeaten 121 as Australia won the Natless Challenge Decider at the Oval. He was I the mean, why would they Aussie write? That's, that not a, that's not an event, is there? You like no. Gilchrist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely yeah. player. Great player. Yeah. Oh, and also on this day, 1975, Graham Gooch bagged a pair on his test debut. And I actually remember that. <laughs> do you? I actually remember that. Oh, yeah, because I was an Essex fan. He was an Essex boy, wasn't he? Do you, yeah. think they, do you think they should have picked Stuart Broad? Let's talk about the cricket. I was quite enjoying <laughs> the cricket. How could they leave Broad out? He's the best bowler. It's ridiculous. When did you take me to the Oval? 
Oh. Wow, that sounds so, like take about you three euphemisms in one. To the <laughs> Oval. <laughs> Let's not, I can't remember. Let's not talk it was about a few cricket. years ago, I went to the Oval. When it was when, it was when, that's right. It was when we won the Ashes, didn't it? When Flintoff threw down the stumps. So someone else can tell us when that is. Uh, speaking in the midfield, um, I met one of our. Well, I didn't meet him actually. I sat opposite. Oh, sorry. I sat, I, I've been waiting for this story. Sorry. Yes, Go. I sat opposite on the Eurostar. Uh, um, our number twenty-nine. Our very sulky uh, number twenty-nine. I, I think I used the word recalcitrant. Uh-huh. Number twenty-nine. Wow. Um, on the, uh, How was he going? Look up recalcitrant. I was on the way back from. I was on the way back from um, Paris on Thursday. I then, because I mentioned it, and then I got a message from someone else, um, uh, from Andrew Osblog, actually, friend of the pod, um, who said that someone had sent him a picture of Gwendouzi on his way to Paris the day before. It turns out that the players had a day off, but he was there. He had his hood up, so no one recognised him. He had his mask on, and then he sort of clocked me kind of looking at him, so he got out of his seat and swapped seats with his girlfriend, which I wasn't mad wow. at Wow. must all. have been really staring. Um, was your tongue hanging out? <laughs> was, I just, were you no, holding I just, your penis? I just looked up and <laughs> I had a mask. I had a mask on, and D, I was not. <laughs> it, it, just relating it to previous podcasts. Did I had he do a, a dial on you? But he's he's um. He, he he even he just seemed like a really really sulky teenager still, and I don't think he's a. Yeah, he, he wasn't that thrilled to see anyone who noticed him, basically. And I don't think he wants to play for us again. I'm a bit worried about him. I've read I read an article about him the other day that he got into arguments with manager, two previous managers at, at clubs in France. He's got a bit of previous with falling out with managers. He's refusing to apologise to Arteta. Arteta's got him training alone or training with the reserve. I mean, he really has... Been sent. He's been suspended from school, basically, hasn't he? And that, for a, he's got a <laughs> three-week suspension, he's been caught smoking for the second time, and he's been suspended. Will he be back in September yeah. for the new term? Most of the boys are thinking he probably won't. He might go to school back in France. But um, on the on the on the trouble that he's had before, I can't remember who said it this week, but Robin van Persie turned up to us with the same kind of sulky reputation, and obviously. That that kind of change, it is a bit worrying that a van person like there's a, no it's a, a bit considerably worrying. more talented than Gwendozi. But there's but the same I guess the, I just mean it from the attitude point of view. The fact that he won't apologise is or whatever or just won't do anything to reintegrate himself at the club seems just really really weird and sulky and makes sort of makes you turn away from him. He's not good enough for this. I know he's I know he's showed you know we've been pleased with him and he showed a bit of fire to him and it'll be a shame to lose someone like that. But equally... He like, can't win this argument. You can't... No, you know, Alex not, Ferguson, no. Alex Ferguson would say the manager must never, never lose an argument. If he doesn't apologise and climb down and Arteta just welcomes it back in, Arteta's weakened by that. He cannot be weakened by that. He, he, uh, Doozy has to play ball, go and see Arteta, apologise, get back in the team. If he doesn't, he will be sold. Barksdale yeah. weak right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. Boom. James Shoyers emailed me to say, in, in light of recent events, here's a song for Stan Kroenke. He restructures Arsenal debt to ease short-term financial pressure when he wants. He restructures <laughs> Arsenal debt to ease to- short-term financial pressure when he wants. Stanley Kroenke, he restructures Arsenal debt to ease short-term financial pressure when he wants. It's a bit too... I mean, I know the joke is that it doesn't scan, James. But Very good. You, you replace the word scores with restructures Arsenal debt to ease short-term <laughs> financial pressure when he wants, and it's too much, even for an expert song interpreter like myself. 
Uh, does anyone else? This is from David Baxter in New Zealand. Does anyone else think the boss looks like Captain Black? This is Captain Black out of uh, Captain Scarlet. If you Google Captain Black, as I did, yes. you just get lots of tobacco. He really does. And I've sent uh, I've sent you a link, you, haven't I, Dave? Yes, it could be the first thing for the new Arsenal toilet. Arsenal you toilet can get two. a Captain Black action figure. And what I liked about it, when it came up on eBay, it was in the packaging. And I thought, oh, Damien's going to love this. It's actually (laughs) in the packaging where a toy figure belongs. And he so looks like Arteta. He does. He does. Uh, Luke Davis says... uh, uh, Bukayo Saka is a red, is a red, is a red. Bukayo Saka is a red. He's a gooner. That's rubbish, Luke. Never email me again. Well, he hates Tottenham. He was a little he bit. There's a bit. Tottenham. Of, it's the traditional end to that song. Um, he cupped his ear in a reserve game to against Tottenham once when he scored. Oh, did so he? he, 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 he his, that little that. bit of petulance at the end was uh, interesting. Never seen that from him. Yeah, he's been booked six times. It's surprising. Um, Kieran Tierney, he came to the Arsenal to be number three. He's better than Ashley. Oh, Kieran Tierney. Oh, hello. <laughs> Kieran Tierney, he came to the Arsenal to be number three. He's better than Ashley. Oh, Kieran Tierney. Kieran Tierney, he came to the Arsenal to be number three. He's better than Ashley. That's from Stuart Selner. Thank you, Stuart. That is very good. He can email again. What do you think about the um, dress down? Well, I mean, every day is dress down Friday at the moment on Sky Sports when they're doing the... Because I know you guys talked about... um, Magnificently talked about Soul's trousers last week. But um, it is dress down Friday every day at the moment, isn't it? Um, Ashley Cole was a... Quite well turned out, I thought. Yeah, I liked his white trainers. Yeah, I thought so. I don't really watch some pundits. Yeah, we don't really fas- I, fashion, I, honestly, fashion and pundits. When the pundits come on, I'll leave the room. I'll go and do something else. Yeah. Either I pause it or I'll say what's happening in the cricket. Oh. Yeah. Uh, do you know what, T? I was reminded, I don't know if you saw uh, Clive Tilsley's uh, little tribute to Jack Charlton, mm, which is quite nice. But do you remember how much we used to hate Clive Tilsley? Yeah, yeah, no, I exactly. Really. I, I, I did say to someone this week. I did I mean, say to someone this week that he was he's big. He's he's another one who goes into the disappointingly decent category. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. As time goes on, it's almost like we're like pathetic football fans who take against someone for not closing our club. Who is it? Who was the most? Wasn't it Peter Drury? That, Peter Drury that we used to think was at least pro, like a bit pro Arsenal. Ben Oyun, uh, Yossi Ben Oyun, was that him? That's, was that? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him. That was him. Oh, <laughs> you're pulling out the classics today. Jesse Jesse Moreno or Moreno has sent me a, a Matteo Guendouzi song to the tune of My Little Pony. Which is, <laughs> I don't. I'll be honest. I had to Google, but it goes My <laughs> Little Pony. So Matteo <laughs> Guendouzi in a jacuzzi loses about seven inches of height. <laughs> uh, it's signed uh, Carlton Hand Carpet, but I don't quite. <laughs> Stuart Selner, having come up with the Kieran Tierney song, has now come up with Saka. Oh, Saka, Saka. Very good. He is so wonderful. 
any loves he us and all. Or maybe it should go Saka do 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 boo Kayo Saka do 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 Oh yeah, very good. He is so wonderful and he loves he us and all. Then he says, I promise I'll never email you again. But then he did email me with the Kieran Tierney Mullah Kintai, which I think is a winner. Song of the week. Winners, yeah. I think they're both winners. I do you think he'd want a record deal? <laughs> you're the man. You're the man to answer. Yeah, that I, I, I yeah might sign him up. Uh, I've had an email to you like this one from Dan Higgs, who met. He was in America, and he met uh, Lucas Fabianski because Swansea were on a pre-season tour, and there's a picture of him with Fabianski. Fabianski looks really miffed, uh, and then. <laughs> I think Vito Minoni was playing as well because he plays. He was playing at a time playing for Minnesota. So two ex Arsenal goalies. Oh. My good friend Andrew Roth emailed previously about Vito. So please make sure to call him out. Hello, Andrew. Then in a PPS after a lengthy email, he says during the game, I tweeted Tayo about getting to see him, aka Nathan Dyer, playing for Swansea, and that he was short. <laughs> Tayo <laughs> quite rightly replied to me noting that while I was probably trying to be funny I was coming off as a dick <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, and he says I was uh, so <laughs> again uh, once again see I have to say remarkably well handled I think I think you know, the way you handled Dale at the urinals but <laughs> yeah, I see you're trying to be funny mate but you're coming off as a dick is is nicely, nicely clear yeah. in your lines there. Redemptive, yeah, very good too. Nice. Do you sound surprised? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Proud, I think, is the word you were looking. For. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, listen, we've got two massive fixtures coming up. Are we going to be able to get anything from them? We were hoping for six wins on the bounce, and we've now got one point out of the last two matches, showing a bit of defensive frailty and totally relying on Aubameyang to do anything up front. Do Liverpool care? So uh, that could be... Well, that's a good question. Well, that's we've got to hope. Because um, Burnley found that they didn't, and... You say that, Burnley are quite good at that, though, aren't they? I mean, they're quite organised, and Sean Doatch doesn't give a toss whether it's lockdown or July or anything. He sends them out to do the same things they always do. They're punching above their weight. A bit worried about the United game. A bit worried about the United game. The City game, do you mean? City the semi-final. Game, yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Are you? Why would Why would you be worried about Manchester well, City? But <laughs> I was worried about Wolves. <laughs> so they. I mean, they're going to get a pass tomorrow, aren't they? That, that European decision gets made tomorrow. I think. Um, Do you think they will? I've heard a rumor that they're going to get let off. Have you heard that rumor? Or I mean, just, I haven't heard it. As a, it? I haven't heard it as just a rumor, but just money and I mean, it's such a seismic thing to do that it won't. They won't do it because you probably, imagine the legal. You know. Oh the yeah, legal yeah. They'll, implications they'll get tangled up in. The, yeah. No. I th- I think. We had that brilliant semi-final against them um, a few years ago at Wembley, but that was obviously with a crowd and with like Alexis with a crowd Sanchez. with Arsene Wenger and with Alexis Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got no hope against in a and and it is being played at Wembley. I mean, we talked about this before, but it's being played at Wembley, which is insane. Basically, playing it on a maybe a hot evening. Um, to nobody like it's a big deal it's the biggest game of our season now right because really we're ninth and we really look like we're going to finish ninth yeah we've got Liverpool next ninth is a disaster let's not 
try and gloss it, right? Ninth is a disaster for Arsenal Football Club. It's our worst finish for years and years and years, two decades or something. It's a ninety-five. It's an it? absolute catastrophe for Arsenal Football Club to be ninth in the league and to be below Sheffield United and Wolves and Leicester and all these clubs are really. What are we doing? And if uh, what are we going to do for new players? You, you look at it and you think, it's only so much Mikel Arteta can do. He seems, one minute we're organised, we look good, we're playing some nice stuff, everyone seems to be in the right position, and then we make a ricket, let a goal in and lose. We haven't changed. But that's what this season was. <sighs> this this restart was trying to limp to the end of the line and then hope that, you know, hope that we finish above them and... Um, try and start again next season because there have been changes. I know. I, I know you think that as well, D. There I have do. been changes. There is something there. We are so shafted financially that all we have is trying to have a manager who has got some smarts about him to change the, you know, change the philosophy of the club, change the way that the club has been for the last two years or whatever. So Certainly they just since passed forward and set it backwards. What? So they passed well, yeah, exactly. well, well, but it's, it's, and there has it's, it's, and there has been that, but he is also hamstrung with some terrible players at the back, and we got to limp to the summer or the proper summer or the break, let's call it that. You got to limp to the break and hope that maybe Mari can do something, maybe um, uh, Saliba can come in, maybe we get this centre uh, centre uh, centre midfielder that we're that we're after, and. Yeah, I just want to get to the end of the line, Al, right? I think next season will be better. I think this is a one-off terrible... Don't forget how badly we started and who we started the season with. And the season is ending a lot better than it started, albeit still a shit show. I get that. But it is better, and it is going to be better next season because we have a manager who's going to have a pre-season with these players, with young players who've got more of a... We've got more games under them. I mean, look, you can see the improvement in Sibars. You can see the improvement in Shaka. You can see the improvement in Willock. You can see what he's trying to do with Nketiah. You can see I, I'm a bit more uh, uh, happy with Pepe than you are. Saka's a, a, a dream, right? And it's Martinelli than, coming it's back better than will he was. be really Martinelli well helped. Back. I really, that, we really could do with him at the moment. Exactly. I, so. I mean, that's the thing. We were, uh, we really needed some pace later on. I mean, you know, and I'm prepared for the, you, you know, for 70 minutes, Mustafi looked good. I can't. Oh, yeah, it's not very quiet. There's, there's, a mistake, <laughs> there's a mistake in Mustafi, there's a mistake in Louise, and there's a mistake in Kalasinac. There's no, no, there's oh, no okay. getting away from it, is there? Really? No, no, there isn't. But you know, all those things that Tyo said. There is still, you know, I, I yeah. There but is will he still play a lot Socrates, to be holding in Suarez in the next match? Or what, what, what's he doing? I don't know. Seeing, do. There's something he's seeing in training. He does not. He hasn't. Socrates hasn't had a sniff since the since the restart, right? And Holding's clearly. Maybe it's the left. Maybe the only. He doesn't see Holding being better than like like Louise plays, right? And Holden plays. played some games on the left, didn't he? Under Emery, he has played on that left-hand side. He's quite good with the ball at his feet. He's good enough with the ball at his feet mm, to cope I'm with being sure. on the left-hand side of the pitch. I like Holden, and I'd like there to be space for him in the side. You know, it really is. No, me too. Yeah, me I'm too. surprised. Was... I'm surprised that there isn't. But I'd rather you know, see Kieran obviously... Tierney there and Abakai Saka as left wing back. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that today actually. But um, no, I mean, look, given how horrendous this season started and how none of us wanted to go anywhere near the Emirates at the start of the season because of just how boring, how terrible, how predictable it was. It's not great now and we're clutching at straws, but at least I'm 
be looking forward to seeing what happens next season with a pre-season as long as we finish the season above them or I should say above you lot who were all tuned in today. Hello, fans. Hello. I'm going to take you back. I'll do another little on this day. On this day, the 12th of July, uh, one of the greatest days in Arsenal's history when uh, Arsenal won the World Cup. Uh, if you remember. Uh, yes. Oh, mon Dieu. Vieira playing in uh, Emmanuel Petit for the third goal in a famous win yeah. over Brazil. Would it have been the last day of... Would it have been the final of the Euros today? That's a good question. I think, probably, I, think, I think it probably would have been. The Euros final is now on the 11th of July next year. So, yeah, I think it probably would have been the Euro final this weekend. Harry Kane netting the winner from a pass by Bukayo Saka. But there we are. That's have you cheered a Harry Kane goal in an England shirt? Al? Yeah, absolutely I have. Yeah, I'm all for, I'm all for Harry Kane. I tell you, we've got some decent players now. I, I mean, we mentioned last week that I don't even want to look at Manchester United with Rashford and, and uh, Mason Greenwood, Greenwood playing. But Greenwood. there you are. Rashford. I call him, him Rashwood then? Am I getting my forwards muddled yeah. up? Yeah. Rashford and Greenford? Yeah. <laughs> Rashford Greenford. Sounds like two districts yeah. of West London, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, gentlemen, thank you for your optimism in the, after this <laughs> catastrophe. I can only say that... Uh, Comprehensively, it is true that if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, it doesn't make a sound. So, therefore, today doesn't count. Okay, uh, see you good. next time. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, mate. Bye.